Hello, hello, hello. What's up? How you doing? Fantastic, fantastic. Appreciate you coming on the show, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me, man. It's been a while. <laughs> indeed it has, indeed it has. We're going to get into a, a brief introduction. Then I'm going to go ahead and let you tell the people a little bit about yourself. Sounds good. So today on the show, Controversial Minds, we got another special guest. This is a guest that I've known for some time. We got a little bit out of out of contact, and then we happened to uh, have, be having a conversation yesterday, and we just uh, stumbled upon some like-minded ideas, some like-minded thoughts, and ways that we want to really impact the world and, and some changes that we'd like to see, um, and we want to be the changes that we want to see. So uh, with all respect, honor, and great appreciation, I'd like to welcome on to the show, Josh Carr. Hey, how's everybody doing? Uh, I appreciate you having me, man. It's been a, it has been a long time. It's just good to catch up, see how one conversation can turn into every a whole different thing, you know. Facts. So it's it's real it's real interesting and it's cool just to uh, have a shot to maybe rekindle a friendship and also try to change the world as we can because we only here for a little bit, <laughs> so. And Do what we can while we're here, man. So, so let's get in with some, with some, with some, uh, with some introductory questions, man, and, mm-hmm. and some introductory ideas about you know who you are, um, what's been going on with your life, man. You know, it's been a while since we last, since we last really sat down and chopped it up. Uh, just give us an introduction, man. Yeah, well, as y'all know, my name is Joshua Carson. Um, I've been, like, last time Jen and I talked, it's been when I was in a senior high school. And right now I'm 24. It's a long time, you know. So, so uh, since then, I went to school in Philly. And I kind of yeah. just spent uh, most of my school years. I played ball up there. Um, I kind of just spent the time trying to figure out myself what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be, minus uh, a lot of the outside noise, which includes parents, friends, all that, all that stuff. I just had to figure out who I wanted to be, who I, who I was, and where I wanted to go. So I spent those years kind of hashing all that out. Then after I graduated, I went ahead and tried the whole corporate life. <laughs> I graduated with a finance degree. I tried to get into finance. I was doing I had a good job. I just wasn't feeling it. It wasn't enough. Uh, and, and can you can go a little bit deeper into mm-hmm. two things for me? First, you said, you know, when you went out and you, you, were, you were going to college and, and really finding yourself, mm-hmm. what was it that you found? Oh, okay. So when I was, hey, hey I had all, you have all this time when you go, when you're in college, you got so much time to think and to uh, kind of just reflect on everything that's going on in current, currently, in the past, and you got a lot of time to look forward as well. So it's kind of, it's a weird transition period. And what I ended up finding for myself was like, I am more of a rebel than I thought I was. <laughs> and and uh, cause you know, you know how I used to be like, I, like I would try to be, I'm very compliant to the. I was compliant to the authority just out of respect. It was a respect thing, but then I was trying to. I found a way to be respectful yet be true to how I felt and how I feel in the moment, and how to be aware of more than just my surroundings, but the surroundings and perceptions of everybody else as well. So then. I was able to make more solid decisions in my own mind that I won't I would never like regret or second guess, you know. So taking that time and being aware, awareness was the biggest thing for me. Just literally sitting down. I would just sit down after class, after basketball, after tennis, after all that. I'll sit down, I'll spend a good 30, 45 hour just writing in a notebook. 
getting everything out of the day, my thoughts, getting it all on paper so I could always go back or always see where I was and how I felt and actually visually see what I was putting on the paper. So it's kind of – so finding yourself is more about just giving yourself time and a space where you're not always moving and thinking about all the other things that can distract you in your life with everybody else, you know, people saying this, people saying that, just giving yourself time and space and quiet to really dive into your thoughts and not be scared of what you're going to find, you know. Almost in a sense, like what they say in meditation, be still. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say meditation because that's basically what I was doing, but I wasn't doing it in the way that everybody thinks meditation is because you got to find your own version of meditation at least that's how i personally feel about 100%. it for me meditating is writing a book that's my that's how i meditate you know man that's a very interesting observation um and i and i think it's a very vital observation that you made mm-hmm. like self-awareness because on my journey you know, I've been through my ups and downs. I was I was a little bit of the opposite of Josh. I was a little bit more rebellious, more outspoken. <laughs> um, but I always try to keep it respectful. But I, I I was I was never one to to hold my tongue. Um, mm-hmm. But as as I got older and I was exploring more of life, I started to notice that self awareness was the true. Uh, life-changing thing that happened to me it was a day where i just i was sitting down actually meditating it's like crisscross applesauce and Mm -hmm. and i started to see myself in the future and as as i was seeing these things i started to wonder is there more to my life and then i started to become more uh self-aware of how i was moving through life uh what i was feeling you know, why I was feeling the way I was feeling and trying to understand and interpret how I was reacting and engaging with the world instead of letting the world just interact and engage with me and tell me what I was. Word. Yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy that you say that because I definitely, that that last conclu- that conclusion sentence you just had, that's exactly where I ended up. <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I have some... I have some say, you know, because when you're younger, you feel like you don't. That's how you know, in, feel in like way. almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, but once you realize that you, you can, you can control a decent amount of things, even though a lot of the, the world is still the world. You're not going to control the world, but you can control everything that has to do with your actions and your peace, and the way you feel. And once you realize that that takes a lot of work, you realize, okay, I got a lot of time on my hands. Might as well put the effort into that and see where that goes. 100,000. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just dope. Like, it's dope to see see you come along because, like, I was – I seen the, the, the steps you were taking, like, on this, like, on the gram and stuff like that. I was supporting. I was just trying to see. I was just watching, you know. I was, like, watching – some some of the journey because I know there was a journey before you were on the on the gram doing your thing, so it was just kind of seeing and knowing and remembering what I remember of back then because we were we got some years apart like you know what I mean yeah yeah you man. were you we were you were way younger than me so like when I met you so it was just cool to see the growth because I just appreciate you took the time to grow and that's just dope because not a lot of people do or feel like they can because they either keep it up with the Joneses or somebody's telling them they got to go ahead and do this and do that. So I really like, it's great. And I'm grateful to see like the journey. And it's crazy. Cause we just started. A hundred thousand percent. percent, bro. It's just I, dope. I, I, I honestly feel the same. Um, you know, like, like Josh is saying, He's a couple uh, grades older than I was when I had met him. 
and and Josh was really he was one of those he's one of the older guys in the school you know played basketball was in the sports very well known always had his head on straight and he was always really just trying to uplift people I remember specific times where I would be talking to him you know what I'm saying I'd be I was younger so I was a little bit different mindset I was a little bit stubborn a little bit immature Josh would just be like you know what I'm saying you could do this this way versus this way you know what I'm saying just take the time to think about what you're doing all the time you don't always got to act this way and I would just remember him saying that, you know what I'm saying? Then one day he said something along those lines and it really just kind of, it really just hit me a certain way. And I was like, damn, you know, it's a little bit different perspective. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it really, uh, I feel like it positively impacted the way that I perceived myself due to, due to those engagements. So big shout out to you, bro. Yo, man, I'm just glad I, I can help because that's really all it comes down to for me. Like everything I do is this. I want to be able to either provide opportunity for others or just help, just help people with personal growth in any way possible. So I didn't even know that's how you felt about it. I just thought I was just an old head talking. I know I'm an older soul and I wasn't the typical, again, basketball player. You got this, got that. I, I knew I wasn't that. I didn't feel comfortable being that, but I'm just glad I was able to help and be positive towards you and your life in any way. I just, it's just dope to hear, you know? <laughs> Big facts. Man, it's, it's beautiful the growth and progression that life brings about in the, in the, in the seasons that everybody's in in their life. Um, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I, and I had a second question to follow up with that because, you know, that was just an introductory question to really get a little bit, um, a little bit more in depth, but you said right after you had found out that understanding about yourself, that you had more say you were graduating with a finance degree and, mm-hmm. and you went into corporate and after a little while in corporate, it just didn't feel right for you. What can you explain the thought behind that? And, and cause I feel like I understand where, where you're maybe a little bit as far as my mindset wise, where you might've been coming from. But can you give us a little bit more background story and a little bit of details for the listeners? Okay, yeah. So I'm graduating with a finance degree. I'm in I'm in Philly at the time. And uh, the, <laughs> the funniest part is my parents still live in Florida. They're still down there. I didn't want to go home because, again, I'm trying to, like, live my own life. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to yeah. do it off rip instead of trying to kind of – ease my way back and then try to push forward either because there's no but there's no problem with that it's just how it's just the mindset I had at the time like I wasn't going back I was gonna try to just build something and just kind of start my life so I went and I found a job like basically three days before I was about to be homeless uh <laughs> and uh <laughs> sometimes that'd be the best motivator <laughs> Woo, boy it was stressing but <laughs> But so then I ended up getting a job. It was a good job. Like for a first job, I was making good money. It, the job wasn't too difficult because it was for a smaller uh, credit card company. So, and I was working in compliance, so it was, which isn't hard. You just do some tests, make sure everything's all good, make sure you know what to do with audits and everything's cool. But I saw, I saw the it was the personalities and it was the the games that were being played within the politics, all that stuff, it was, it, it was, as observer and being aware, it's tough to see, especially when people are voicing that they're doing the, other, the opposite, that they're being straightforward, doing this, doing that, but I'm watching you. <laughs> like, I see, I see how you guys, I see how you're moving. And it, after a while, it became... I was like, I can't, if I'm going to grow personally, I can't stay here. And I can't build the way I want to build my life for, from being here. But the best thing about that place was the best thing that ever happened to me because it sparked a fire underneath me to start building my own situation uh, that I guess you're going to ask me about soon. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that, that, that's honestly absolutely incredible. 
I and, and I literally am going through exactly what you're talking about right mm-hmm. now. Like that's what I'm experiencing, and that's mm-hmm. what has sparked this this change that you said you've seen over the past mm-hmm. this little this, this past time. And man, it's 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 incredible the 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 politics that are played in everyday life that yeah. 99% of us don't see even even happening but it's yeah. literally what we what we call a life you know what i'm saying yeah and and it's like being being i feel like in in a in a specific scenario that i mean mm-hmm. i'm not even specific all scenarios that being genuinely aware of yourself and what happiness is to you allows you to see clearly through all the politics, at least to a certain extent, and where you're able to move a little bit more freely in your life because you know how to, you know, you can see the snakes in the grass, if you want, if you want to say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, it. it's so, it's interesting because at the end of the day, happiness is not, it's weird. Happiness is not a thing, but it's a thing. So, like, it's- Happiness is not like a specific mindset because it's because it's gonna ebb and flow. Happiness ebbs and flows. It's not like it's always gonna be all great, but you can still be happy when it's not all great because you know that this is for a time. You know what I'm saying? And like it's it's just so crazy. Like just the idea and concept of happiness and being aware and how much being aware really helps with becoming a happy genuine loving caring person it's just it's just crazy how one element of life can really push you forward in the person in your journey for personal growth it's it's just crazy to me i i couldn't agree more it's i think in order to to truly begin the journey you have Mm -hmm. to have some type of interest in growing yourself yeah and I, and I think that the the it, it and it sounds easy like we we we're speaking it on the other, on the other side you know mm-hmm. and for someone who might be going through the process of getting to that place mm-hmm. I just want to say that the journey is all perspective you know mm-hmm. and it's all about how you want to view yourself understanding the reality of where you are but knowing where you want to be and knowing that it's a journey to get there right yeah let me ask you a question yes what i i know for me i had to make do an assessment of myself that's the only way you're able to start because you can't start without knowing where you are like you just said so what was your process your assessment process because i feel like that's uh, it's going to be different for everybody, but you, I feel like it would help some people to know the, like, just kind of some things that you did because maybe they might be feeling the same way or doing the same thing and not know how to. So what kind, What was your assessment process when you were just, like, starting? If you want me to be honest, my assessment process mm-hmm. came at a very interesting time in my life. So I got to go into the <laughs> backdrop to to. <laughs> To, to get the perspective. So growing up, I did a lot of partying, went out a lot, mm-hmm. um, you know, lived a very materialistic, very worldly lifestyle because, I mean, that that just, that looked like what was popping the most. That's where mm-hmm. all the girls were. And, you know, to to the appeal that I'm looking at these, the, the, the older generation with these rappers and all that, these this is what they're doing. So this looks like the lifestyle. So mm-hmm. I get into this lifestyle, and then at about 16, I realize, you know, there's really no happiness. Like, I go to, I, I go to parties all the time. People hit me up to come to their parties. And then I, I, I'm like, okay, I could go to parties all the time. No one has a problem with me. People know me. My face is good everywhere. Like, I could pretty much, I can move around the city pretty cool, you know what I'm saying? I could, and all that. But I, I came to a point where, I was about, I was, I think I was 16, 
and I was at home, and I was like, my mom said, you can't go out. And I and I got so upset that I couldn't go out that I, like, cried. And I'm thinking to myself, what is really going on? Like, am I missing out on something? I've been out to, to – I've been out 20 weekends this year. You know what I'm saying? Am I really missing out on something by, by not going to this one event? I'm thinking to myself, yo, I really got to be tripping this there's got to be more to life. And then I began to meditate. I started meditating. So meditate, it was indulging in a life that didn't satisfy me. And then realizing that it was a facade I was indulging in it was the introduction to me meditating. And then um, while meditating and through a couple of psychedelic adventures, I had broken through to a, uh, a stillness in my being that I could conjure up after maybe 20 minutes of sitting down and meditating. Cool. And then, and then, uh, man, something, I, I had a vision one day, like a literal vision. I was sitting in my room. It was raining outside. I was getting a new bed. I had moved my mattress. Mm-hmm. And I had a vision of myself in the future. I had a lab coat on, like, as if I was a doctor. But now I think that's for a different purpose. I, I think I've seen that vision in a different perspective now. But I had a lab coat on, you know what I'm saying? I was dressed nice. And I was like, damn, I must be doing something, like, right. You know what I'm saying? It's not a situation you end up in if you're doing something wrong. So I'm thinking, like, all right. And it's probably got some money attached to it. So I'm like, oh, this is, this is, this is a life right here, you know what I'm saying? And this feels, this feels good, you know so I feel like I'm, I'm on that. This is something I could be doing. And then, like, um, after that, I, I, I see life differently because I've seen myself in a different light. Cool. And then from there, it just, it just came on in, in a wave. Yeah, it probably just felt like a waterfall, didn't it? Yeah. And that was yeah. the first of about five visions that I've had so far. And they, they all seem to connect in intricate ways as life goes on. That's dope. <laughs> so dope. <laughs> I don't normally so tell that story, but you asked the question, so I had to give you the honest answer. You got, hey, man, you got to let the people know, man, because it comes in different forms. Because I know I didn't have any visions. I didn't, like, it was not a visual thing for me. It was, for me, it, it felt more, I'm I'm so reflective, like, all the time. So, it just felt like I just keep I just kept asking myself the questions, and then at some point, there's a point where you get to it's like, it's your breaking point. And you can go either way. Your breaking point could be, all right, this is what it is. This is how my life is gonna be, or you go to it's like, or you go on the other side and you're like, I'm young enough to make the change, and whatever the change is, whatever I'm looking for, because you're not you don't know what you're looking for when you start your journey you just kind of like i need something different <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know he's like i don't know i don't know what's right but this ain't it <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> <Sure>. so <laughs> so like then you start poking at stuff and like trying like little new things like what happens if i sit down and start listening to audio books or that's what happened to me as i was, like, start gathering some information from other people and just seeing how other people kind of talk and presented themselves and their stories and things like that. And I was, and I just saw, I was like using that more in terms of how people became aware than it was about their story and how they became famous or how they became rich, how they got to where they are. It's more just to see how people learned about themselves. And then, because everything else will kind of take care of itself, and you'll be where you kind of need to be when you need to be there. Because it feels to me, life is all about perspective and time at the end of the day. Facts. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, those are the two elements that almost run everything in life. And you, so Atlantis, sometimes you got to let stuff sit and marinate, and that's where time comes in. And but there will be a time where everything, where things seem to click, 
And then next thing you know, the domino effects start happening. It's like, oh, wow, I do this. Wow, I'm creative. I didn't know I was creative. <laughs> I've been focusing on grades for so much. Now I'm creative. Wait, <laughs> what? Let me go dabble in this. Next, you know, you're dabbling that. It's like, oh, I'm making like projects. Oh, okay, cool. Let's, let's see where that goes. And you start taking it step by step, not trying to jump steps, not trying to leap too far because you, again, you're still in that I don't know what I'm doing phase, which is beautiful. It's the most beautiful phase of life, I feel like, so far. Big facts, big facts. Because <laughs> you can't be wrong if you don't know the right answer. <laughs> 100%. So that's kind of what led me into other endeavors. And, 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 and let's, let's go ahead and, and talk about that. So as we were speaking yesterday, you said that you, are, you have a conglomerate that you are currently structuring. Can, yeah. can you go a little bit more in depth about that? Well, the idea of the conglomerate is we, I, I, what brought me to come up with the idea was a few things. Uh, I was going through that whole transition period at my job and I was not, again, I wasn't feeling it. I, I was doing work, working on my master's. I'm still working on my master's now, but I was doing that online. I was working and then I, saw, I just felt unfulfilled in terms of this, there's something more I need to be doing. Um, then I go, you know, you go on Instagram, you see all these uh, creatives, influencers, whatever they call themselves. Like people just, you know, because it all depends. Everybody calls themselves something different according to what they're doing. But I see them, I see how much work they have to put in and how much like resources it takes after a while. Because at first you get, if you get on on a quick video, it's cool. But, or a quick song, cool. And then, but what's after that? How do you, <laughs> what's your move? instead of having to figure it out, I was kind of like, what if we made a creative conglomerate where we've had this big umbrella of where it's like, it's like a company, but it's a big umbrella and, but people get to move how they want to move. So basically it's your, your decisions. Like, yes, you can have, we'll have like consulting. Like I would help consult on terms of like, if you, if you wanted my help or you needed my resource, you need a resource that I might have. But it's your decisions at the end of the day. And however you want to grow as a person and in career, you are more than welcome to do that. Because I want the creative to still feel independent because that's when you're the most creative. You know what I'm saying? And, and then also my whole thing, all I want to do in life, as I said before, is give opportunities. And I feel like this is a way I could do that and build that community aspect, that humanity aspect of our culture that seems that lacks in areas as we've seen, especially recently. It feels it feels that way at least. I mean, a lot of the bad stuff is just the bad stuff is just news in our face all the time, and that's what it feels like. But being able to build a community and have somebody in film, right, a cinematographer and then somebody in music, and they're still under the big umbrella. And you have the, uh, the artist wants to say, I want to make a music video. So you have the cinematographer, right? He's like, I can help you make a music video. So he, they, make a, they go out, make the video, and now the cinematographer's following and bass and the artist's bass can come together. And everybody gets their love. Everybody has stuff on their portfolio now or their discography. And everybody's helping each other build up. And that's why the foundation is so important. And I want to make it so wide. So we are in a, a whole bunch of lanes so that everybody can ebb and flow and be creative. And I want to be able to put a bunch of creatives in a box and say, y'all hash it out. <laughs> Whatever y'all come up with is going to be great. <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying so like it's, it's that it's the camaraderie but you still have your independence because I'm, I'm a really independent person and I understand what it feels like and what, but I also understand the importance of being together so there's a balance to it 
And there's, that's why I want to promote this balance within this huge umbrella. And the things that people could come in and come in with uh, NICE, the name of it is NICE. I should probably start it off by saying that. And it's N-I-S, and it stands for No Idea is Safe. Oh, wow. So, which kind of implies that we're going to be all over the place and all different tagging and coming in, like, all different areas. So, but just the ability to have this ground floor to, for everybody to have an ability to come up. And if something pops, we have other people that could, they're willing to go ahead and help other people that haven't really popped yet or haven't just haven't had the right promotion. Because it only, it only takes one thing. <laughs> you know, one, one change in plan, one change in motion that, to, that could change everything for everybody. Facts, big facts. So, so it's just kind of, is that idea. And the thing is that if you're under nice and you, and you, you start growing up and you glowing up and it gets to the point where it's like, yo, you can go ahead and just, you don't have to be under us anymore. You know, you're, you're doing your thing. You're living. Go live. <laughs> you don't even have to be under us no more. Whatever you want to do, go. Because you can do that under us or on your own. We were just here to help. <laughs> That's just, that was it, you know. So it's kind of like an overview of what we're trying to do, um, and we're we we've made a lot of uh, a lot of groundwork. It's been like two years in the making, so we made a lot of we took a lot of steps. So now it's a matter of taking the next one, you know, <laughs> like with anything you do. Congratulations to that. Also, yeah, man, I appreciate that. Also, I got a question to ask you. Mm-hmm. You said that, you know, as you got deeper into self-awareness, that you began to look out at how other people were moving and representing themselves and articulating themselves. And I find that so fascinating because as soon as I became self-aware, I almost became obsessive with understanding how to properly articulate yourself, carry yourself, mm-hmm. conduct business, and I, I literally, still to this day, study about three to six hours a day worth of information and content to understand these things, and then I apply them to my life. That's that's dope. That's because I just feel like, see, I'm an observer at heart, so I like to observe before I do anything. I need to observe, gather information, stuff like that before I even press on any on anything I'm about to do, any decision I'm about to make especially when it, regarding any, anything that I'm trying to build. But I think being self-aware, that I feel like that's part of being self-aware. Like being able to, for lack of a better term, read how other people move because that's how you figure out the type of people you want to be around and the type of people that you want to bring into the fold or type of people you try to avoid. And it is also... It's like it's like learning from like when you had a boss and like you learn you see how your boss uh manages and you're like I like that I don't like that I like that I don't like that okay I'm gonna take the things I I like and try to implement them in my life and the other things I'm going to sit and kind of see if they change or if it's just like a mood thing or if it's that's how they are all the time and kind of be like okay now I know how to move when people act like that. Because being able to still move the way you want to move, regardless of how somebody else's, how somebody else reacts, how somebody else is moving, is like the most freeing thing ever. Because <laughs> now you know how to deal with stuff and still be you, respectful, uh, and powerful, have an aura about yourself but without blowing it into out of proportion or into anything controversial. And at the end of the day, you might be teaching some, that person something else further down the road because it's not, it might not click, but if they see how you move, you might end up being helping them just like how you, they're helping you while you watch how they move. Big facts, bro. <laughs> it's, just, it's just how I am. I just know I've, I've always been like that. That's part of the reason why I say stuff. Like, it's funny, my, my roommate, who's my best friend from college, we were just talking about how, like, 
I did the same thing that you just said that I did for you. I did for him, apparently. I didn't know. I'm never aware. Of that. That's the one thing I'm not aware of. I just be doing me. But yeah, I just said something like, yo, there's like little seeds, just dropping seeds. And like, if, if they grow, they grow. And it, drop the seed and let the time take care of it. And you did your part to, <laughs> to help. And if it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You can't control that. But you can control how you interact with somebody. And that's what I try to do is be as positive as possible. And I know that's your, that's your lane. That's what you're trying to do. And I love it. That's, that's the thing that like attracted me to your whole vision and what you're trying to do is just dope. I think it's something that we need and especially in like media. And I think that's amazing. So I would keep, keep cooking, man. Like keep it up. Hey, I greatly appreciate it. And, and that's exactly what inspired me to, to, to even begin. I, I was thinking to myself, like, it was like eight months back, and I was like, I had went to a spoken word, and I had, literally had no money, but I was flat broke. And I literally mm-hmm. rode my bike 12 miles to go do a spoken word, paid to get in with, like, some change. You know, <laughs> sat there for three hours, you know. I had my stuff ready, bro, put my name on the list, and, I'm like, all right, they want to call me up next. And they say, oh, sorry, guys, we can't do any more people because we got a, a time limit and we got to get these next people on stage. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck this shit, bro. So I, <laughs> excuse my language. <laughs> and I sat there, bro, and I watched everybody go. And I was happy for everybody that was going up there. But I was like, damn, like, I really wanted my shot. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I rode my bike back home 12 miles at 1 in the morning. And I was thinking to myself the entire time, man, I got, I'm going to just create my own lane, but I don't want to ask nobody for nothing. And then I was talking to one of my big homies. I don't know if you know Shavar. I think I name sounds familiar. He man. went to West Bar, but I was talking to him. And he's like, yo, man, I was like, I think I'm about to do a spoken word a day, like a spoken word challenge. He's like, go ahead and do it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just put it out there. I was like, man, I don't know if it's going to be good, bro. I don't even know. And he's like, man, you know, you just got to look yourself in the mirror, practice it a couple times, and then give it a go. And then I did it, bro, and I just took off from there and just kept going. Yeah, man. I seen, man, my man said, I remember I was looking at it, it said, day 252. I said, what? Yo. <laughs> I was like, my man has been cooking for a minute. I was like, yeah, I was just, it, it's just dope, man. Like, the spoken words is great energy. And you always speak your truth. Because as long as you're speaking truth, it don't matter. Authenticity is amazing. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. It's all, it's all perspective. Right. And that's one thing I, I, I noticed greatly going through this process as well. Like, we, we often perceive ourselves in a, in a perspective either, either that's going to empower or uplift us. There's really no mm-hmm. in between. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and it's all so relative because a lot of times we're just thinking inside of our heads, you know what I'm saying? And then once mm-hmm. we engage and put things out into the universe, we see that it's completely different from how we objectively look at it. Yep. Yep. It's, and it's crazy because when you come up with, like, whenever you come up with the words that you, or whatever thoughts that come your way, they're based off of your experiences as well. And nobody has ever had the totality of the same experiences of you as you have. <laughs> so then you don't, you will never understand how, how hard or how, or how just in general, your words will go and hit somebody else. You'll never know <laughs> until somebody says something to you, but you never know when you're putting it together. You're just saying, what, you're just saying how you feel and what, and where you at at the moment and whatever comes from it comes from it. It's just authenticity is power. Authenticity is love. Authenticity is everything. <laughs> hey, that's the quote of a lifetime right there. <laughs> like, that's just... the quote of a lifetime. Yeah, man, you can borrow it. Go ahead, use it. I got quotables for, forever. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go ahead and quote you on that, bro. I'm going to make you a quote background. Send me a picture, fam. I got you. I got you. Damn, that was deep. Hold on, I got, I got, I got a question for you. I think you'll really enjoy this question. I think you got a real okay. perspective on it. 
where do you see the world going at, mm-hmm. from the current state that it's in? And I s- why oh, go ahead, go ahead. Do you no, go ahead. feel that it's going to go this way? Um, how long are we talking? Like, how, how far down the road? Let's say in the <laughs> next hundred years. Oh, I think it's funny because I think what we're seeing currently now is just a generational struggle. I think if you look back at history, it's been way worse. <laughs> it's it's been it like it just off the eye test or reading test. If you like, you look back at history, it's like yo, like the things that were done to get to the next to the next step that had to shake up the history that had to happen just to get to the next step of civilization. It was crazy, man. People like really had to go. Like that's how that's how other civilizations felt. Now it's not really like that. We came up with a social construct that kind of, pro- in a way, protects life just a little bit more. It values life more. Cause, but there's a struggle on both sides. People feel like some people got to go to make uh, make things better, which is tough for the humanitarian. But on the other side, people's like, we can all kind of move forward, which history says not, not really. <laughs> but I think that we're in the best place moving forward. I think we'll be in a better place moving forward. I really do believe it because I know technology is the thing that is the most distracting, but it's also saving us. You just only see the distraction. The it's, it's, and I think our generation is, we're different. We're going to be different than any other generation that's ever stepped on this planet because the younger, the younger people are really about everybody. It seems like there's more of a vibe about love and wanting other people to do better. Even, even if it's, even if it's quote unquote fake on some people's part. If you if somebody posts posts up and says, "Yo, I'm all about love," blah blah blah, the kid doesn't know that fake, that's fake. The younger kid doesn't. They think they're finessing, but you out here making some other kid think, "Oh, love must be it." He has this, this, and this, and he's saying it's all about being nice and helpful to other people. So, I'm gonna try it out. You know what I'm saying? It is. It's like weird. It, it's we're in a weird spot. It's a transition period for sure. But I think on the other side, on the other end of it, we are going to be in a much better place. It's going to settle down because everything is balanced. We get, it gets shaky, and then it settles. And this is who we are. And then it gets shaky again, and then it settles. This is who we are. And that's just how history has always been. So I really do think we're going to be good on the other side. But I would love to hear your perspective on it. Man, I, 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 I'm, damn. <laughs> yeah, I get deep. My fault, Joe. <laughs> I just I think yeah. like this all the time. This, yeah. this is what I do. You know, I, I'm really I'm really glad that we were able to talk yesterday. Me too. Man. Now that I now that we we're uh, uh, having this conversation, now I'm really seeing that there's a lot of like mindedness, and it, and it really explains a lot of the past in a better <laughs> perspective now. So so but my opinion on it is very similar to what your opinion on it is as well. I believe that whatever anyone wants to say, you know what I'm saying? First off, I'd like to say, start by saying like you're saying, we act like this is the worst of the worst times. And as far as we have individually experienced in this, these generations that we're in, as far mm-hmm. as the younger generations, it is, you know what I'm saying? Because we haven't experienced anything more. And then this goes back to where you were saying about when you read and when you have an understanding of what's going on in history right now in perspective to what has happened in history overall, you see mm-hmm. that there is no better time to be alive. We have made it. Like, like if you're alive in this time, you're really on top of the world. Because <laughs> just because of technology 
you are and, and and this goes out to anybody in the world because technology is about to sweep the world in a way that's about to completely baffle everybody mm-hmm. no one sees it coming which is crazy like <laughs> if that's what I'm like people people think the internet in the US over the last 25 years has been cool like we've been on top of it the rest of the world is not even tapped in <laughs> and the thing is that the stuff that we have now when we go start moving, they're going to treat them like the shirts of the losing Super Bowl team. For real. Here you go. For real. <laughs> like, they're going to have all this new technology that's new to them. It's always been as hand-me-downs. That's, all, that's how the world always worked with the developing countries. 100%. That's how it's been. It's crazy. And I think that kindness, empathy, uh, uh, self-reflection and self-awareness and, and consciousness is being sparked right now in a way like no other due to technology because we have the opportunities to have our own podcast where we could just call each other and put this out anywhere on the internet in the world for anybody to see. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We have Instagram that connects billions and hundreds of millions of us to look at whatever we want. And not only on top of that, Instagram has done the even better job to say, hey, we know you guys like to see uh, uh, positive, uplifting stuff. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna feed that into your feed because that's what you already like. Mm-hmm. And they've done some things contrary to that. I've, and this has been coming out to to say that it's true. You know what I'm saying? And they mm-hmm. they wrongfully use the technology in ways. But if you think about the genius behind the technology, it's literally just and and in most occasions just giving us what we already want in abundance. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. so and exactly what you were, you, were, you were saying with the with the positivity and the love and the emotions and like right now, like for instance, the 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 music that the younger generation is making right now is emotional music. Like people mm-hmm. people like two years ago, three years ago, they had the sad boy movement. You know what I'm saying? It was a real thing. Like mm-hmm. where people wanted to express their emotions, like being your feelings. Drake made that more popular, made that more prevalent in the culture. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that has trickled down to an entire generation and people don't even see it. You know what I'm saying? People don't aren't even aware that, you know what I'm saying? People are becoming more conscious and aware of the more human facets of life. And that's leading everybody to be completely baffled and outraged by a lot of these things that they see of mm-hmm. a lot of the younger kids doing. Yeah, well, I have a. And, so, oh, go, go ahead, go keep and going, keep going. And there's two perspectives to it. You know, some of the stuff that the young kids do, I don't 100% agree with. Mm-hmm. But I'm all for it, and I'm all for them because they are changing the world and they're showing everyone that's come before us we can do it better than you guys, and we can <laughs> do it more informed than you guys. And then not only are we going to do it better and more informed, but we're also going to show you guys how to how to just put your pride and ego aside and understand that there's more to life because if this world goes to shit then we all die <laughs> the end of the, at the end of the day if it's done we all done like it's not just you it's not just me we all done Facts. and like it, going to your point about how how music is changing a lot of things Especially hip hop because now hip hop's running the world. It just is what it is. Yeah, let's. I was just about to say that <laughs> hip hop is the culture of the world, which is crazy. You ask some, you ask a whole old head what they thought back then. They thought it was just gonna be us, yeah. and next thing you know, it's everybody now. Now everybody, it don't matter who you are. Korea, everybody trying to rap. China. Everybody, there's <laughs> mad rappers I never heard of in my life. Get mad promo. I was like, who are y'all? Wow, it was way easier like five years ago. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> this is crazy. And like, well, I, the one question I did want to ask you, because it's something I've been thinking about when it comes to, like, you know how there's a, there's like classism and then there's like the the poverty gap, like the, yeah. I think the one thing that our generation is going to, I don't know if it's going to be exposed 
or um or just shed light on just by being ourselves i think i know you were talking about uh emotional iq and i think emotional intelligence i think there's going to be a gap of emotional intelligence there's going to be less of a middle of people can that kind of just float and coast because of this is how the way the world's going to turn everybody's going a lot of people going to be working for themselves or at least trying to and there's no middle ground where you can kind of just float and coast there's going to be less of that i feel like there's going to be People that are lost and people that are found. And there's be very few in the middle. And the, I think that's going to be a new type of gap in society. And I just, I, wanted, I wonder what it's going to look like, especially when I, by we're older, have kids and parents, uh, we're parents and I've grandkids. It's going to be weird. This, bro. <laughs> I have. I believe yeah. that this, like the, the generations we live in don't see it now. But I believe we're moving towards an altruistic, capitalistic system. Yeah. So I think this, and this is how the tempo of the, of the culture is going to change. There's mm-hmm. a new business model right now that's starting to really catch traction where companies mm-hmm. do um, take, take action as if they're a non-for-profit, as in giving back to the communities, doing all these great things that uplift and bring positivity to the people around them. But they actually acquire money to do it, and when they when and when they're forming their company, they say, you know, they they pretty much take oath to say we're giving back to the community that we're making money in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah, that's, no, it, that's how it, that's how people move it. And that's it's the uh, that's the proper way. I believe it's called I believe it's called compassionate business. And then mm-hmm. there's a is a, a and there's a second half to that non prejudice collaboration. Okay. And, okay. and I believe that with compassionate business and non-prejudice collaboration with people, with more people going into business for themselves, with more people understanding that it's about networking, it's about getting together, making a community, building that community and, 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 and allowing that community to speak a, a message because that's what everyone's doing. When they say they have a fan base, that's what everybody's doing. People say they have a following, that's what they're doing. That's, they built a community that therefore speaks at a volume that gains attention to that message. Yeah. So, so it's when we understand that it's, it's through collaborating with understanding, empathy, true, genuine love and compassion for the person that you're doing business with. Not going there because I believe that the problem we have now in the 21st century is we believe that people have ill intentions when we go to deal with them. So we already come with ill intentions due to the perspective that we have approached the situation with. So mm-hmm. when you approach the situation with such a prejudice of already negative situations happen to us that we put ourselves in these negative mind states to do negative to other people. But just because we don't want that to happen to ourselves as a defense mechanism. So I believe mm-hmm. that. We, with understanding and awareness, we're moving towards an altruistic society, which everyone collaborates without prejudice, with understanding, with proper education, with the right information due to the internet and the technologies that we have. And I believe that capitalism is not going to go away. I believe that it can't. It, it, huh? It can't go away. Like it needs it needs to stay around because that's the only way you're we're we're going to be allowed to do the that personal business growth type thing like everybody can go work for themselves that cap that's that's the beauty of capitalism especially now you know you can you can make money on your own like, and that's crazy 100 <laughs> percent true bro yeah but yeah man you know we're we going to close out well, one okay, okay. Question. Man, we went right. deep today. Man, Alicia's gonna really enjoy this one right here. Josh, <laughs> you showed out. You know, you showed out, Josh. Hey, right, man. You know, I you 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 asked me to come on. I said I gotta do it for the people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> and, and, and before I ask this last question, man, where can mm-hmm. the people find you? Um, do you got a, a page for the conglomerate? If so, where can the people find the page? Um, we're trying to support and get behind you as much as possible. And is there anything that we could do over here at Controversial Minds to help, you know, push and, and and excel what you're trying to do? 
to be honest with you, at the moment, we're still in the foundation stages. I didn't want to go ahead and put socials for the conglomerate yet because we don't have our content all together yet. And I want to be able to roll out and roll out and go, you know. But as of right now, maybe I can come back. And by then, I definitely will have everything kind of structured up in terms of the social media outlets and looking. But honestly, right now, just keep your ears to the ground, everybody, because uh, we, we coming, we coming soon. <laughs> and then, and then what, what's your social media? What's your handle so they, people can follow you? My handle is at JPC Cinco 5. So just, I'm going to be posting little things here and there about the conglomerate on, on Insta, uh, Twitter, and it's going it's going to be a slow build, but once once we hit, we'll be hitting. So they will have stuff on there, little promotional stuff here and there. So just keep an ear out, keep an eye out, and we'll be around soon. <laughs> and then for, yeah. for the closeout question, oh god, what is the impact <laughs> that you personally want to leave on this earth? Oh, I like that. Uh, the impact. I mean, the the impact I want to leave is like, you know, I know you listen to Gary Vee, and my man always talks about legacy, right? And when I hear when I hear him talk about legacy, I'm like, I get it, I understand. You want to leave something positive behind, and that's why we try to live as best as we can in most cases. But for me, I don't want it to be about me ever. I think I wanted to, I always want to be able to leave opportunity behind for whoever. So like when I'm gone, there's opportunity that's left for other people to come in and take as from what I've done. Cause I remember, for example, uh, my high school coach, man, <laughs> when we went, we went, uh, he passed and went for, we went to the funeral and he's like a family friend of mine. And when we went, when I went and I saw all the people that he touched by just being him, like not even trying, all the people he's helped, it was kind of like, that's, that's the way to go out. If you're going to go, like, if it's your time, if you are able to impact that many people just by being yourself, loving, caring, helping, doing anything you can for anybody else and just being the genuine person, you won life, bro. Like, Because <laughs> you're not going to be Father Tom. So that's how you win life, by being just a good, genuine person, true to yourself. And that's all I, that's all I want to do. And your legacy will show from that, from that energy that you put on here, that aura that you leave. So that's kind of, that's the way I'm moving right now. That's what I want right now. But again, everything's subject to change, <laughs> you know. But that's kind of that's my main main point. It's my main stand. I want to leave. So, man, I was right on the money. <laughs> For some reason, I had a feeling you were gonna say something along the lines of that. <laughs> I mean, like mindedness, man. Yeah, indeed, I, indeed. I'm just glad. I'm I'm so grateful and appreciative you had me on here. I'm grateful that. Uh, universe, God, whoever <laughs> put put us in contact yesterday. Uh, something I don't even be commenting like that, but I just know that you were working on stuff. And I was like, hey, I I see what you're doing. Just wanted to show some love and look at we at now. We got a whole episode. It's crazy. It's crazy what happens in two days. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what the crazier part about this is. What's up? This plan was not put into motion yesterday. This plan was put into motion six years ago when we first met. But we yeah. didn't. It would lead us to here. It's crazy, man. Like, it's so wild how life works, man. That's why I take take key note of everything, man. Of everything. Because you never know what comes back. You never know what leaves. <laughs> Always take key note. Man, with that being said, what a beautiful episode. I hope you all enjoyed. 
love and life from the bottom of my soul. Thank you, Josh, for coming on once again. Everybody be looking out for nice N-I-S-E. Don't get it confused. Oh, N-I-S. There's no oh, N-I-S. E. Just N-I-S. Yeah. N-I-S. yeah. I got it confused. <laughs> N-I-S. Man, if it went, went, let me know what I can do. We'll talk, you know, behind the scenes about, you know, some collaborations and stuff like that. But we're definitely going to get you back on the show. I think we should make it like uh, maybe a once a month thing. We just come on, chop it up, and spread some light for the people. Yo, I'm down. I got I got the time. I'm down to go ahead and just chop it up. Let us be a nice little collab we do anyway. We might be collabing without even knowing it, man. I just appreciate you having me on, but I think I you know in the world we don't get these uh a lot of these conversations uh to be had and be able to give it on the internet to everybody is just dope. I think. I think this is real cool, and I appreciate you thinking I'm, I'm worthy of having these conversations. You know what I mean? So thank you. Shout out to the listeners. I appreciate y'all. Keep tuning in to my man, Jalen, because he know what he's doing. And uh, hopefully I'll be around sooner rather than later. So, And then, and then we're going to have you on soon again, family. I appreciate yeah, you. I appreciate. And you have a marvelous day. You too, bro. All right, brother. All right, peace. Yep. Yeah.